0: and welcome to Counterpressed on the Ringer and Spotify. I'm in the studio with Jilly Flatty, Jesse Parker Humphreys, and Becky Taylor Gill. Guys, we just did the Women's FA Cup draw.
1: And you know what? We have ascended to a new level because everyone in the Spotify studio today treating us like kings. <laughs> Tom just came in you good do you need water like yeah actually Tom I do because I'm, I'm big time now <laughs>
0: we had our podcast neighbour Alistair Campbell of the rest is politics peeping his head in wondering what was going in this morning because yeah. he was like looking out for Burnley looking out for Burnley in the draw I told him the, the trophy was on its way he couldn't believe it Jilly um, <laughs> was sitting here like I've oh, been there done that mate I had Ronan Keating on my draw sorry Jilly
1: you look a bit though oh thanks wow. and yeah, that, that means a, a lot better. because I remember how lovingly you were looking at Ronan Keating on the one show. Was well, so I doing the same with you? <laughs>
2: <laughs> Every time I pulled out a ball, we like made eye contact, like, yeah, this is great. Hey <laughs> uh, guys, isn't it sad that we didn't get the opportunity to talk about recycling the way <laughs> they did last year on that segment? So that's what we're going to be talking about today.
0: <laughs> I, don't, I, I didn't even remember that. I just remember Roddy Keating. Not
2: watch? They said they were like, tune in to the one show or whatever at this time. And then they put the FA Cup draw right at the end and there was like this 10 minute long segment. That always happens recycling. that, because they want you to watch the whole program. But at Counter Press, we're we're we really
0: you know nice to our listeners because we're just going to stick the draw early in the show. We did it at nine thirty a.m. Breakfast done, no hanging around. You just get the draw, you see what your team's doing, and you're you're good to go for the rest of the day. So I think that's the best way to do it. Whether or not we can compete with Boy Zones, Ronan Keating, I don't quite know.
1: I back us. I think that we're in our arena more famous. We're more famous <laughs> in women's football than Ronan Keating is in boy bands oh, I thought you were going to say I thought you were going to say
0: we are the women's football version of boy zone which I would have agreed with you quite like that too yeah or oh, boy genius
2: oh, <laughs> Other very boys. Nice. very nice
0: uh, but it was really fun wasn't it yeah and we managed to do it without too many hiccups I did mumble a little bit on Luton Town Canesham Town just because the replays or well, not the replays but the postponements you know you just let it me go a a we move we move but the, it was better than the rehearsals yeah the rehearsals I lost track of the home and away ties there real bickering quick
2: in the <laughs> <laughs> as could be expected, but fortunately that everyone kept their peace. Live, luckily,
0: and thank you to uh, producer Alex as well for typing out the drawers because that was making me feel very nervous. It's the admin around it. Yeah. The Wi-Fi held up. We got the trophy in the building. It was so much fun. Jilly's old friend. Julie's
3: old friend. Yeah, good times, bad times. It's a bit like an X, isn't it? The good memories and the bad ones. So on today's show, we're going to obviously
0: recap the draw, play you a little bit of the draw as well, and then we're going to talk about a few nice FA Cup memories, maybe some bad ones for Jill as well, and also just chat through the big news that Mary Ups has been nominated for BBC Sports Personality of the Year. Okay, so why don't we play you some of that famous fourth-round Adobe Women's FA Cup draw right now. Let's get cracking. Jilly, you're going to be drawing our home teams (coughs) and, Becky, you're going to be drawing our away teams. Okay, Jilly, take it away from me. Here we go.
3: Okay.
0: 16. So we've got number 16. That is Derby County at home. Two, Number seven. Seven. That's Leicester City. Seventeen. Seventeen. Here we go. Sunderland doing well in the championship at home. Two. Number 28. Twenty-eight. Southampton FC women, another team doing very well in the championship. OK, Jilly, next home team for me. Fifteen. Fifteen. We've got Burnley, third tier Burnley, doing very well. Everyone knows how exciting and ambitious they are as well at the moment. Number 18. At home, two, Birmingham City. That's a big, big tie for Burnley. I think they'll fancy themselves in that one as well, actually. Right, Gilly. Twenty-five. Twenty-five. London City Lionesses, obviously a lot of familiar WSL names now playing for that team. Number 31. 31. That is Moneyfields. Oh, brilliant draw for Moneyfields. They'll be happy with that going to a big championship side. 11. 11. We have Tottenham Hotspur, our first WSL side. Oh, actually, no, Leicester City already out the hat, sorry. <laughs> out the hat. OK, at home to... Number 13. 13, Sheffield United. OK, Tottenham at home to championship Sheffield United. Jilly. Five. Five. <laughs> Chelsea. Big grin from Jesse there. Chelsea, obviously, multiple time winners. Beat Manchester United in last year's final at home to... Number 12. 12. West Ham United. Jill's <laughs> old club, Ooh. Kate's old club. I think Chelsea Tasty. might be happy with that, though. Maybe they wanted a lower-ranked side, but that's not a bad draw for them. 23. 23. Crystal Palace, another team doing really well. Had a big win in the third round. 19. Uh, home to Blackburn Rovers, a Championship versus Championship affair. Okay, next up, twenty six. Twenty six. We have Reading, Championship side, recently relegated, struggling a little bit this season. Number twenty two at home to Hull City or Wolverhampton Wanderers. That one still to be played was postponed. Right, next one for me, Gillie. One, one Arsenal, the big one, the one that everyone probably wants to face. Who is going to be playing Arsenal? Arsenal at home, too. Number 24. 24, Watford. That is going to be an interesting one. A lot of Arsenal loanies, uh playing for Watford at the moment. Michelle Aguiman scored the other day as well, her first Watford goal. So that's going to be an interesting one. Arsenal-Watford, bit of a derby, that. 27. 27. Luton Town, the lowest ranked team. Or, or sorry, Canesham Town. That game's still to be played. So it's going to be Luton or Canesham against. Number three. Which is Brighton, Hove Albion. A massive draw for one of those two sides. Right, Jilly. 29. 29. We have Plymouth, Argyle. At home, to Number 20. 20, Nottingham Forest. Another big, ambitious team down there. Wow, that's a really exciting tie. 30. 30. That is Ipswich Town or Lewis. Another game that was postponed still to be played. So one of those two sides. Number 32 against Charlton Athletic, Ooh. Kate Longhurst, Charlton Athletic. I think Charlton might be happy with that. They might have to face Lewis, got some big results against them this season or Ipswich. Not bad, Kate, okay, hope you like that. Four. Four. Okay, we've got Bristol City really doing well in the WSL, actually. I think taking quite a few people by surprise, giving themselves a good chance of staying up. Number eight against Liverpool that is a (laughs) I just had a feeling you had a you had a vibe you had an energy so we've gone all WSL tie there 21 21 Durham everyone's favourite championship team always in and amongst it in the championship number nine Number 9 Manchester City that is a big draw for Durham they're going to be hosting Manchester City at home I imagine they'll get a big crowd for that as well Jilly 10 10 that is Manchester United we've got both Manchester clubs coming out now Manchester United at home two number 14 Number 14, Newcastle United. I like that. Ooh. Third tier Newcastle United. Very ambitious team. Onto big things. They're going to be playing Manchester United. I like that draw a lot. Two. Two. Aston Villa, struggling in the WSL, but semi-finalists last season in this competition. Number six. Number six. Aston Villa at home to Everton. We only recently just got that game, (laughs) but here we are again. Any more left, Gillie? No, that's it. That is the lot. Okay, so let's run through the fourth round draw. Here we go. We've got Derby County at home to Leicester City. Sunderland hosting Southampton FC Women. Burnley against Birmingham City. London City Lionesses at home to Moneyfields. A brilliant tie for Moneyfields. They are on an absolute roll in this competition. Tottenham Hotspur at home to Sheffield United. Chelsea versus West Ham, an all WSL tie there. Crystal Palace at home to Blackburn Rovers. Reading versus Hull City or Wolverhampton Wanderers. Arsenal versus Watford. I like that one a lot. Luton Town or Caneshen Town at home to Brighton Hove Albion either of those teams will be really happy if they can get through and host Brighton we've got Plymouth Argyle against Nottingham Forest Ipswich Town or Lewis hosting Charlton Athletic Bristol City at home to Liverpool Durham against Manchester City I like that one a lot Manchester United versus Newcastle United Aston Villa at home to Everton guys what a ride what a draw what a draw (laughs) Well, guys, that was the draw. Obviously, some big games in there, a few WSL-only ties. Chelsea getting West Ham United. That's not bad. Obviously, you maybe would have liked a lower-ranked team,
2: but West Ham United, probably their best performance of the season came against Chelsea, (laughs) but you still beat them. Yeah, I think I'll take that. I think being at home as well is quite nice. When we were doing the draw, I was like, there are so many... Teams like, really, really far away. And first game back after, like, a winter break, I think going away to, like, one of those smaller grounds, smaller sides definitely feels riskier. And, and, and,
1: like, a side that will be, like, so up up for for it it. because it's, like... Mm.
0: Regionally, the Durham Manchester City draw isn't the worst, but Durham Durham is still so far away from everyone. But that is a tie I look at saying that could be a
1: cup set. What I really liked about you doing the draw is after a big one, being like, I like that one.
3: (laughs)
0: Yeah, that was like
2: your catchphrase. Yeah,
0: (laughs) I like that one. one. But I just think, yeah, Durham at home probably going to be a big crowd, and like you say, Jesse, after a long, long Christmas break, feeling a little bit
2: rusty. I think Durham will fancy that. I think Newcastle unite yeah. newcastle versus manchester that was United. another one that flo yeah. said i like that one <laughs> that i think
1: similar I like a similar sort of vibe there mm. and also like some rivalry as like clubs in general that yes. could carry over into that
0: i would say as well what's quite nice across a lot of the ties apart from the chelsea and the arsenal one a lot of the lower ranked teams are at home which i think is really fun so like london city lioness is a drawn money fields but there are quite a few ones where like obviously the Durham game as well where you think okay at home you could fancy those teams to like cause a few problems any stick
3: out for you Jill well, no. I mean, I was hoping that as the as it the draw was going on, and we still had Man United and Man City, <laughs> in there, I was thinking, oh, we're yeah, gonna it'd be pull. good to get Derby. Yeah, the Manchester Derby out. But yeah, I think it's nice for some of the lower league clubs to to be at home. I remember when we was at West Ham and we drew Ipswich away, and it was it was awful. We won one nil, but it was the pitch. Was, I was going to say the pitch is probably the, the biggest pitch thing. was so bad, and it is you do get nervous because you think we can't be the top club or the club ranked higher who gets knocked out to a, to a lower club so it'll be interesting with some of them did that year
1: didn't you you got every single time you got the lowest ranked yeah, team I, I think that was
3: the year, the year before on the year when we got to the cup final yeah. we pulled out <laughs> The lowest ranked, aside from ourselves, <laughs> the lowest ranked team, and that's how I knew we were going to get to the yeah. final. When you got Damn Reading it. in the semi final, you must have thought, "Here we go." Sue Smith, yeah, Sue Smith was on the telly, and she was. Um, I love that you remember. Who I remember. Did the draw. Hopefully,
2: Moneyfields will remember <laughs> counterpress drawing <laughs> yeah. them out. Yeah, we really, maybe. Like
1: we're in like good company, guys.
2: Yeah. Um. Speaking of Ipswich. Ipswich slash Lewis versus Charlton. Oh, I'm to talk about that potential Lewis Charlton rematch where Kate Long has P- got her red card. <laughs> you
1: have to keep your head in yeah. this one. Yeah, but then it's hard because it's like the rivalry again like you've built that now with that player that yeah, you set oh, it's I such know. a good revenge match I will be
0: there I, 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 will, I will be there, be there. Yeah. Yeah. but actually to be fair Ipswich will probably think they've got a good chance Lewis are struggling this season Ipswich will think they've got a good chance no of offence Ipswich
2: I am going to have to support Lewis <laughs> for the vibes in the next round <laughs>
0: Jilly, we've got to talk about some of those glory moments for you. Because when we did our Life and Times of Jilly Flatty episode when you retired, which what a show that was. Emotional. What a player
1: that was she was. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah.
0: uh, I set you I did set you up there. That was an assist. Uh, that
1: was an assist. You.
0: I, I really you didn't say by the way.
1: Yeah, oh sorry. <gasps> Fuck, fucked it. I'm so sorry, everybody. I'll do another one later. But <laughs> I
0: was going to say, you were in tears on that episode. I was in tears. I
1: just sure. want to say that I did think about dropping a water a player she was, by the way, during the draw. Ooh. I but don't know how you, how you had done that. Oh. Because you were like talking about Jilly, <laughs> and I really was like, I could just do it now. But I was like, no, I can't. not I now, I'm not glad now. you wanted it again because <laughs>
0: it would have been so random. Uh, but yeah, I feel like on that episode when we talk through all the amazing moments you've had in this competition with Arsenal and Chelsea and winning it, I think you said that leading West Ham out, even though you lost that final, was your best FA Cup moment.
3: Yeah, no, it was. I think for personal reasons, obviously with the story the previous year with not coming on for Chelsea, um, it being my last FA Cup final with them. But yeah, the West Ham one, leading them out. It's not like the ego moment of being a captain, but it's just the moment when we beat Reading in the semi-final and obviously I was very emotional on telly. Everyone saw me cry. But the... Embarrassing. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God. (laughs) But no, the thought then afterwards, after that game when I got home, I was like, I'm actually going to lead the team out. Obviously, the hope that I then stayed fit and didn't get injured during that time. But yeah, it was just walking out the crowd. And that's what I think now. I mean... Back in the day, the FA Cup final was always the biggest attended game. Anyways, even when I was at Arsenal, we used to go Knott's Forest and still get 23,000, mm. which back then was huge for in football. Now I feel like now you know it's at Wembley and the crowd that you know that can be there. Uh, it's just it's a whole day. And a lot of people like obviously may not have heard the story,
0: but obviously when you didn't play in that final for Chelsea, you said to your family... I will be back here next season and I'll be playing here in the FA Cup final.
3: Yeah, and I didn't even have no drink either. That was like (laughs) sober talk. (laughs) Um, But yeah, we was in the bar afterwards at Chelsea and I was just fuming because... I hadn't come on and it was more I hadn't come on but we'd won but I knew then I knew I'd made the decision that I was leaving Chelsea at the end of that year and I knew me not coming on that game stopped me from getting 100 appearances from Aww. Chelsea so I think there was a lot of emotion there and then yeah I sat opposite my dad and I said to him I'm telling you this now I'm going to come here next year and when I come in next year I'm going to be leading my new team out and I think he was panicking at first He's thinking where is she going to go <laughs> 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 is she moving away from home but yeah and then I
2: did wow. I that that is so you. iconic. Honestly, it gives me chills. Gilly, like, how cool. A
0: girl who is always true to her word. When she Absolutely. says it, it gets yeah. done. And also what you were saying, Gilly, about the, the Women's FA Cup being so famous in women's football. Like, even when it was played at the city ground, I think Loftus Road might have hosted one. Millwolf hosted one at the Den. I went to like, both
2: the one, the one at Loftus Road and the Den. Iconic. Yeah.
0: Um, right, but, great but you know at us as fans and as like you, that was our biggest access to women's football on the television it was only the women's FA Cup final on BBC and then England games occasionally not always and that was the only access we really had to women's football on television so my like foundational memories of women's football are watching Rachel Yankee play for Arsenal watching Karen Carney play for Birmingham and those players leading their teams to women's FA Cup triumphs because that was the only women's football we got on TV like it is such a privilege for us to host the draw because it's such a historic famous competition it's iconic
2: yeah like I love it and those you're talking about on the TV but they were like the first some of the first football matches I went to I remember at the time I was a Charlton fan I remember just Charlton getting at absolutely the battered by wow Arsenal. can't believe you deserted well, your well I was team. like a Chelsea fan for the men's side but obviously Chelsea's like you've, women's you side like you've returned to your Charlton but, roots for Ch- Kate Charl- Charlton were really really good um, <laughs> glory <Glorious> sport <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's true um, those games like I just remember it, they did feel like really big because I think obviously when you're like I don't know it must have been like seven or eight like even 20,000 people still feels like loads and loads of people and it's like incredible to then go and see you know Wembley get fuller and fuller and feel like it It really inhabits like Wembley as its own event now and uh, it's so so cool to have seen that like change
0: one of our cutest picks is at the women's
1: FA Cup final at Wembley we are fucking cute in that picture
0: we are so cute and I just women's FA
1: Cup final day is such a special day so I was saying this in Box Park after the England game it's like nothing beats Box Park Wembley after the women's FA Cup final oh that's because the FA Cup final is like late afternoon and then you've got all evening the best one was when we went
2: to Rowan's and did karaoke afterwards like what a day guys this year or well for 2024 Fletcher's gig in London is after the Fuck FA Cup oh. final are you going? yeah
1: <laughs> Oh my God, you're going to have the gayest, day, the gayest ever. day ever. Well, actually that was like this year was Eurovision on the Saturday. Yeah, that was yeah. such a Women's good Women's FA weekend. Cup on the Sunday. When is Eurovision? we Have got an overlap again? I haven't actually checked. I hope so. oh, That'll be a good weekend.
0: And that actually leads me quite nicely onto everyone's favourite Women's FA Cup memory. We've kind of had jillies, but talk about another one, not the West Ham one. Maybe like second favourite. But for me, my favourite FA Cup was the December Weird Anomaly FA Cup. Yeah. Not because it was the first one after Covid where we had fans, and box part was so lively, it was like a conference for lesbians <laughs> and it was like we hadn't seen each- it was like a high school reunion we hadn't mm. seen each other in years we were all coming back together to talk shop it was the AGM yeah. and we were all there discussing things and making um, our big gay plans making for the year. our big plans and then obviously it was an iconic game Christy Mears was sat in front of me for the whole first half that was iconic the goals from Sam Kerr and Frank Kirby I mean come on that was, that was probably one of my favourite most recent memories yeah
1: I have two one From that very same FA Cup final where Sam Kerr says on the BBC interview like she had to put on a show because her girlfriend was (laughs) in the crowd. Like that is so iconic. And also I don't remember watching this FA Cup final but it has become my favourite memory that Kate... What a player she was, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> She's not retired. She's still playing. You could say it for Jilly, but <laughs> um, in 2012, when she scored that incredible goal, it's a great goal, and then almost shit her pants. <laughs> like that is just like what a game. Like it's got everything. You've scored a really great goal. I'm sorry again. They did lose, but scored an amazing goal. Almost shit yourself. Like the emotions,
2: the roller coaster. Like that's what the FA Cup's about. That's FA Cup magic for me. Guys, so moved. By you both picking Chelsea <laughs> memories, 2015. I think obviously Chelsea winning it for the first time. That was that was really cool. But the game was shit. I think my favorite actually, even though that December one was great, but actually was 2018 when we beat Arsenal. Ramona Batman. Ramona Batman. Probably played her best game for Chelsea ever. What, a player, was, what a player she was, by the way. What a player she was, by the way. Frank Kirby was amazing as well. Um, and it's been annoying recently. We've not had great weather, but that was like a beautiful day. Oh, I went yeah. and had like beers in Regent's Park before I went to oh, Wembley. Gorgeous. Like it, The vibes were immaculate just also one final shout out for my favourite FA Cup meme which I was actually trying to find the other day but do you remember when in the Chelsea City game the box park <laughs> when there was the note that came on and you oh, made yeah. it like, thank you so, box so, park wow envelope. my meme is and then it went to extra time <laughs> yeah yeah and I
1: had to do another one like okay make it make it 5.30 <laughs> that, was a, that was, great, that great was a great really memory. fun final actually yeah
2: that was a fun yeah. final if we'd lost it I'd have felt awful but because well, we won it, it was great. we've been super unlucky with the weather
1: in recent years so weather gods slash climate change Let's man, Jaylee, can you manifest for us? Because obviously, you're very powerful at manifesting in the women's FA Cup. And just like, tell me what you want. Great weather 25 degrees and sunny, not too hot. No, no, yeah, that's perfect. Bit of a light
0: breeze in the air,
3: you know. I'll put a request in. Thank you,
0: (laughs) Jill. Seven. FA Cups. That is so... That's half of what Arsenal have won in their entire club history. That is so many FA that Cups. That is crazy. I didn't know that until I walked in here. We are here told. with an FA Cup legend, right? So it's funny that you picked the one you lost as your best memory, but it's it's a beautiful memory. But of the seven that you've won, what would be your top?
3: Oh, um, I agree with Jesse in the fact that Chelsea's first one in 2000... Well, the, that one at Wembley, 2015 was absolutely pony. Like, G scored a goal that was the most worst sc- goal I've ever seen G score. Um, also, was,
2: the last person you think would
3: score a goal, that scrappy. Yeah, it's like a scrappy little tapping, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah, that was just um, the whole of, yeah, that was great because it was Chelsea's first trophy was brilliant. But Emma's first trophy and the rest is history. Yeah, that that was a bit flat. But I'd say for me, my favourite one was we played against Sunderland. And it was at Derby County. And the reason I say this is because this was my first start in an FA Cup final. When, when I first got into the Arsenal team... I only got into the starting 11 because <laughs> there was no other centre back
0: available. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> Everyone's got to take their moment. Yeah, don't they? because Everyone.
3: every person was out injured. You had Faye White out injured long term, Laura Bassett was out injured, Yvonne Tracy was out injured. There was no one. So it was either me or Becky Spencer playing centre back. And <laughs> I'm surprised she didn't start to me, to be fair. But uh, no, so I would got into the team that way. And then Faye White had come back from her injury. She was it was whether it was gonna be me or Faye White in the FA Cup final. Faye White, what a player she was. The <laughs> and uh, there was a little bit, yeah, I thought, I'm gonna get dropped, you know, I've held my own this season. But Vic Gac stood with me and picked me. And I even had Faye White warming me up in the warm-up with the long balls. And that was my first start and my first trophy from starting winning from winning the FA Cup. So that was one of my it wasn't even a nice game, really. It was like miserable weather and that, but it was just the whole story behind it. I love that Faye White helped
0: kind of talk you through it as well. Yeah, was she, awesome she was pinging the balls at me <laughs> hard, mate. Making sure you were ready for it. Yeah, no, and she was nice, Faye. A lesson for us all. you got to trust the process. Yeah, you got to hold your own. You've got to hold your own, wait for those moments and grab them. Uh, something else we've got to talk about uh, big news today. Mary Upps nominated for BBC Sports Personality of the Year. What a year for goalkeeping. Mm. She's sold out all the shirts in like a matter of minutes, nominated for this. And Beth Mead won it last year. So it could be back-to-back women's football wins for the BBC Sports Personality of the Year, which is massive because all in all, like not many women at all have even won the award. So to have two women's footballers on there, women's football is massive, by the way, in case you didn't know. But I I think someone was saying five to one odds. I think she has a really good chance to win it.
1: I think she'll get pipped by Stuart Broad. But Jesse was saying just before, like, wow, Nottingham. I think it's between those
2: two. I would vote for Stuart Broad, no offence. Dykes for Stuart Broad, obviously, like, come uh, on. I think Mary Epps is amazing, but I also think she's, like, what she's done very well is, like, she's got a great personal brand, and I personally cannot support someone winning sports personality of the year when you've not won Jessie, anything listen to the words you've just said, though. It's her personality and you personally. Exactly. <laughs> it's
1: sports personality of exactly. the year. I exactly. Mean, I, I don't still think,
2: think that really, like, you're not actually voting on who has the best personality, are <laughs> you? I, I think it's, like, more than just, like, I, I'm not being, like, who would I rather go to the pub with? Like, Stuart Broad,
1: <laughs> Mary Epps would... I'm so sorry, Mary Earps. It would still be Stuart Broad, but... Mm, oh, that's a tough one. Really?
2: I would maybe prefer to go to the pub with no, Mary No, because Ups. Stuart Broad's... Bringing Molly with him—that would so be iconic. True. I'm not that fussed about the Molly link. Okay. Okay. Disrespect not a the Saturday wags. Span, disrespect
0: the wags, but fine. Um, I do not think Mary some would be jokes in the park Disrespect the wags on Cal Wow, <laughs> bold.
1: <laughs> but like, it's more—it's more like the sport, but also like vibes and stuff. <laughs> Like, she is she's a big personality. Yeah. I think she fits the
0: mould massively. But I do agree with you. I think Stuart Broad has probably
2: a better chance. But you never know. To be fair, he didn't win anything either. Also, well, he, won, won indiv- he won individual tests.
0: Mary Earps has such a big individual following as well. A lot of people love Stuart Broad, but like she has such big fan base that just love Mary mm. Earps.
1: True, but I think Stuart Broad secured it like the moment that he like picked up the wickets and turned them around. Like, that's <laughs> that was enough. nasty, silly. And that's just... It's done. It's sold. Sorry, Mary. Jilly, <laughs> would you give
3: it to Mary? I'd give it to Frankie Dottori.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that he, is
2: such a Jilly answer. Yeah. <laughs> he brings a lot
3: of my... Uh, when Lil bets, he rides a lot of the winners for Lil. So Wow. Thank you, the Um but shout no. out for Frank- <laughs> Lil is thanking you. Yeah, but I do think with Mary, I think like she stands for a lot off the pitch. She has brought about a lot of change. But uh, I do question if it's a personality. How of was I never nominated in my whole career.
2: Yeah. I a agree. Agree personality. So true. Easily the best personality in women's football. No wow. question about oh, it. big Sorry, Kate. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Kate. Kate comes close second. Kate, Kate close second. <laughs> well, what a personality she was, by the way. <laughs>
0: I say maybe on our uh, mid-season awards or end-of-season awards, maybe we give out our own counterpress personality of the year oh, I award. Love that. But
2: can, we need to clarify what the criteria is. It's for their personality. It's subjective. It's just personality. Yeah, okay. subjective. Who you
1: want to go with the pub? With well, that's most. what I was wondering. Yeah, yeah.
2: Okay. Whatever you, if you maybe we need a separate pub award and a. <laughs> okay, I think I think we'll throw that in there. Yeah. Does yeah, sure. the pub have a fruit machine? <laughs> that is the question. If so, Jilly is there.
1: Oh, I what? just Julie I want you to know that me and Jessie went to the pub last night ahead of our Christmas our counterpress Christmas party to practice, to
2: practice. the darts and the pool because we're concerned that you'll be really good well
3: uh, are we actually, good at darts? we actually had a darts ball at um, West Ham when. so me and Kate that would yeah, be a laugh Paul I'm actually decent at as well to be fair yeah you just give no, you the just vibe give of
1: this, like yeah. decent
2: yeah. anything yeah. who
3: was really good at darts at West Ham when you were there I think Kate was decent
0: oh,
2: oh, you, we said as well Thursday is going to be interesting I wasn't bad last night no Becky was Really good. Becky won the darts and I won the pool, so that was quite nice. Yeah. Yeah. And I think we played the best pool game we've ever played. Yeah. In terms of how good we were. How good we were. We did some really good shots. You know when you're like snookering the other player? Like you've you've ascended to that level of tactics On purpose. Yeah. (laughs) yeah uh, Ronnie O'Sullivan is shaking <laughs> just is. to also return to the FA
1: Cup is that we left the pub and Jesse was going to go home and I got a text from my housemate like we're doing karaoke and I was like come on then so Jesse came back <laughs> tomorrow and we did a lovely rendition I sent this to the group chat of Abide With Me it was beautiful actually, and that is the beginning of our campaign to get Abide With Me played at the Women's yeah, FA Cup final it. as yeah, well I can't
2: believe it that is one of my highlights of the year when they do Abide With Me it's, it's so, so good, so good so much better than the national anthem. I don't on some way they why? think no. the birds yeah. don't need it
0: and also I find the national anthem weird because like so many of the players aren't English I just find it bizarre that they have to sort of like sit through yeah. it
2: so a nice Christian <laughs> hymn instead why not
1: so yeah please, it's, bit, it's more neutral please yeah. join us in our campaign mm. yeah. justice for
2: and Jessie, with me and
0: Jesse, you were a little
1: choir boy at uni as well so.
0: I was I
2: was a choir boy from at uni 8 to 21 yeah wow. Jesus College Chapel Choir it's really gay of you do <laughs> you think yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah we got to do loads of cool stuff like we got to go to, on like tour to China and things. wow that is cool yeah.
1: And you could tell when you were singing Abide with me last night. Wow. Get in the notes. There we go. Yeah. yeah. Well, wow, what a day, guys. The <laughs> draw is it. the draw is done.
0: We've had Monday's show. If you haven't already listened to that, make sure you check it out because there's literally about 35 minutes of pure Arsenal Chelsea chat. Really good. Uh, Quite traumatic for Jesse, but we got through it. Uh, Thursday's show is going to be a review of Under Pressure, the USWNT doc, which is very exciting. So make sure you get listening to that one. We'll, of course, be back on Monday with our WSL recap. So after a massive day in counter history that's it guys thanks for coming along for the ride
2: off the
1: pub
0: off to the pub yeah let's go okay <laughs> see
2: you there it's 10 <laughs> we've had such a big day we deserve it all right here we go